you people. We back! Can I get a hoya? Hoya! Alright, everybody. Uh, mic checks. Let's all do a mic, mic check. check. Mic check. Ready, mic, everybody? Mic check. <coughs> check. <coughs> ma, ma, ma. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the heart the, the heart was really in there, I can tell. <laughs> oh my god. Is that your quote, by the way? Is that you starting off with a quote? Can you tell what my favorite character was this week? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Alright, we uh we in this. We'll just uh, get right into the summary here as quickly as possible. Uh, so 62 to 64, we have our first few episodes of The Gang and the Grand Line. Uh, Luffy and the gang have begun their real journey by crossing Reverse Mountain and into the Grand Line and immediately get swallowed up by Laboon, the goodest of whales, thanks to Luffy, the biggest of fucking morons. Uh, they meet an old geezer named Crocus, who lives inside of the whale, who explains that Laboon used to roll around with a certain pirate group who was left behind because the group decided that the Grand Line was uh, too dangerous. He was told that he was only going to have to wait two to three years, but it has now been 50 when the Straw Hats caught up. Uh, after a brief skirmish between Luffy and Laboon after they exited the whale, Luffy takes it upon himself to declare a rivalry against Laboon and makes him promise not to die until they come back for a rematch. Now, and we now have an unofficial sixth member of the Straw Hats! Woo! Uh, meanwhile, on the B-plot, there are two goons who go by Mr. Knight and Miss Wednesday. After a failed attempt on Laboon's life, they beg the Straw Hats for passage to Whiskey Peak. When they arrive at Whiskey Peak, the town throws a party for them, gallivanting them as heroes, but it was all a ruse! The town is a nest of bounty hunters by the name of Baroque Works, a mysterious organization full of code names and secret assignments. Zoro, being the perceptive bastard that he is, sees through all of this and declares them as his enemy. About a hundred goons versus our favorite three-sword-style champ. Can he do it? Well, we won't know till next week. So tune him in! But uh, in the meantime, we'll discuss the rest of these episodes. A lot of exposition into how traveling in the Grand Line works. Uh, a lot of fun little side characters introduced. Um, what were we thinking? How do we feel? I... The, 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 with the last scene alone... I just got some very strong Itachi vibes. Like, you know, that scene where he's sitting on top of the light post and he has his swords in the moonlight and everything. I'm just like, oh, he gonna fuck all these boys up. Oh, he, he gonna fuck some bitches <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> he's gonna give one of them a real motivation to kill him. I'm just telling you. Literally the exact same scene, too. You got one goon who's, like, standing on top of a high platform overlooking, like, a town of... Well, in one, in one scene, they were dead goons, and in another scene, they're soon to be dead goons. Uh, <laughs> with the moon in the background it, it was a perfect setting honestly like like th these three episodes i really gotta you know give it to them for the sense of like how much the animation style has just gone up in comparison to what we were shown to like yeah i they put the a lot thing. more detail in i i was actually kind of wondering if like because there are like spurts where i feel like the animation is still kind of like weird and still kind of old-fashioned but then out of nowhere there will be certain scenes and points where like everything feels a lot i guess more uh, rounded uh, almost like before there was a lot of stringy and now i feel like we're starting to get some more curves there's a lot more and... effort put into it you could definitely tell they have they probably have more people working on it now because the the, the money started rolling in from that movie remember the the, the... <laughs> <laughs> you know the famous but, so by proxy though that means that they're getting more effort put into it because more people are working on it more like they have more to work with 
No, I I feel it completely. I I also think that even though because there's like a there's a point in the sh in the series where you like know when the animation like changes, um, and it, that's when you get to my favorite style of animation in the series. Yeah. But it doesn't uh, it doesn't really change that much in these earlier parts. But there does seem to be like a point where suddenly it's not like the super old style we've almost sort of settled into not super old, but like a little above and now into like a semi old, but somewhat moderate style animation. We're still not on the good animation yet, but we're getting there. We're definitely a little bit better. Oh, so um, speaking of movies, you actually see Mr. Uh, Mr. Nine and Miss Wednesday's ship during that movie. The second movie. Oh, really? did not catch that. Do yeah, we? It was right next, it was right next to uh, going Mary. Oh, oh it's on the what, top? like the top on the castle or whatever. Yeah. Oh, does that make uh, that movie canon? I feel like that makes it canon. That movie's canon. Oh god! Get out of here! That movie is that ship movie ain't canon. We we already went over the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back. Yeah, but don't back make me then go it back. was bullshit. It was just bullshit filler. Now it's canon bullshit. But uh, no, and then the other thing that I still love is uh, they're they're still going so hard on all of the like background art. I know inside Laboon, between the being in like the inside gastrointestine like ocean area, or being inside of his like you know catacomb, it all looks fucking sweet from start to finish. The Whiskey Peak with that sweet set piece of like the giant cactus, which all the little spikes on it were secretly crosses and whatnot. Ah, dude, everything still looks great in the back. I'm always looking in the back, mainly because I've already seen this so many times and I don't need to see the front anymore. <laughs> yeah, you you of all people watched the show a billion times. So me who hasn't really watched the show like more than twice. And me first time experiencing right. it. <laughs> and usually I just rewatch all the good parts. Uh, you, you know what they are. Um, yeah, yeah, we all know what the good parts are. <laughs> all know. Uh, coming back to these episodes that are sort of in between the uh, arcs, I, I forget a lot of things. And then the the little end scene with Zoro really, really, I was like, oh shit, Zoro's way too cool in this, for this series. He he, he hits different. I'm Big getting some real bad. strong Itachi vibes. I'm sorry, like he, he's he's looking pretty swole. And and, and uh, yet again, we get an opportunity for Zoro to showcase that he was a prominent individual before joining the Straw Hats because he was offered a job by these schmucks. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure all his stats are twenty. I'm just gonna lay it out there. <laughs> like he's got twenty constitution. He's clearly got a twenty in fucking wisdom because he's able to perceive literally every little small change you've seen. That backfires though, because he gets nat twenties and nat zeros. All right. Yep. No, I would I would agree that he's got twenties across the board, except for maybe intelligence. Whatever whatever he needs in order to tell direction, because that's still that will come into play, and you will realize <laughs> that this man is a walking goddamn meme. Oh, he's just a glass cannon well maybe not glass cannon but <laughs> no he tanks a lot of hits whatever whatever the the glass cannon equivalent it is of just being a fucking idiot <laughs> speaking of um those graveyards if, remember when it showed that the whole close-up of those graveyards yes you see those i wanted to know the significance of the names i was going to ask Th those two graveyards are literally just oda and the director's uh, name backwards uh... really yeah, lit. <laughs> I wouldn't have figured that out. That looks like that's why, it, that's, why it looks like, that's why it looks like gibberish. I, I I thought about pausing it, and I was just like, mm, no. Nah. Yeah, I was like, somebody will tell me. Only English speaking <laughs> audiences would might even have a chance at finding that out too, because that shit ain't in kanji. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was still like, man, this looks like gibberish. Hold on, we went this backwards real quick. I looked up online. 
oh, it's just their names. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I just assumed they were just like some throwaway shit that they put on top of the graves. I like that. That's a pretty that's a pretty fun little tidbit. But what about Laboon? Oh my god. The Goodest best boy, boy number bo- number four, I think, on our list. The biggest of best <laughs> boys, though. By far. He is definitely the biggest. He's a dummy thick. He's he puts he doesn't put two C's at the end. He puts four C's. <laughs> he is upgraded to the four C. Oh my <laughs> god, what a guy! No, dude, I love Laboon. He's such a fun little character that they introduce you to at the very beginning. I love and- how they do it though. They don't they don't do it with the visual representation at first. They do it with the sound and like just hearing that roar like throughout mm-hmm. the whole show, like episodes was just. Mm. I don't know what it was. It just hit like it, it's like it's like going to like see like Godzilla 2016. I know people say the movie was awful. Hey, I loved it, but they will say that the the roar itself was very good. It's just like I don't know with like monster giant monsters and their roars and like the fact that like how they even used like the fact that it would actually hurt your fucking ears mm-hmm. like <laughs> roaring near you. Like I just love the way that that hit when they first show it. Yeah, then and then like. They show that he like actually goes through like almost like a a, a voice changing too because when he's first a baby he's got like a little squeak <laughs> and then, and then he gets older and he's like or whatever the fuck it is poor boy poor dude man yeah he got abandoned by that crew but like what I'm trying to figure out is like so did Gold Roger meet the the uh, the uh, the whale or did he come after or before the whale? And the reason why I bring that up is because the gatekeeper guy who's in the lighthouse mentions Gold Roger, like, when he looks at Luffy. And so, like, that's where I'm, like, ah. trying to figure out where the ties mm. are between the gatekeeper guy and I mean, and he could have met, because... met Gold Roger after that random crew, have, though. Or he could have been the, or he could have been their, their, their doctor, because remember, he said he used to be part of a, a crew as a doctor. No, he was, he, no, he manned the... Did he say a crew? I thought yeah, he was he, just. On... He said he, he said he used to. He was uh, he was the doctor on a ship's crew. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought he was part of like a town or something where the. So if anything, lighthouse... there's a possibility that he was part of part of Gold Rogers. There's a big possibility that I don't know, so man. That... <laughs> hmm. Why not? I mean, every ship needs a doctor. But that's what I mean. Is like there's a lot of unknowns, and it's like this yeah. is actually pretty interesting because of it. Because it's like because of how many unknowns there are, it's, it kind of makes it that much more fascinating. Just looking at, especially as a newbie, looking at it, going like, "What if Gold Roger was before or like after that dude?" I'm like, pretty sure he how was. How far did that guy go? <laughs> like, I would... or what if he was and he just went back through? Because you know, Gold Roger literally has a a wiki of figuring out how to get in and out of the Grand Line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's that's very true. You know, Gold Roger is a seasoned pirate long before he got executed. He did understand the ins and outs of the Grand Line, at least to a more of an extent than the rest of the world. So I would say that it's definitely possible that your boy was like in the Grand Line. He did his thing. Then when he left and then he was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go back. And they did the whole thing over again. And then after they maybe left again and did the whole thing over again. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's like reading a good book and wishing you had wiped your mind so you could experience it again. Gold Roger just like smacked his head on something so he knows roger he was a ship captain or not ship captain a ship doctor at one point in time but uh the guys who left laboon behind are assumedly not the roger pirates and i will say this um 
there there is a distinction here crocus claims that the pirate crew abandoned the grand line it was he doesn't know any more than anybody else he can't prove that they that they abandoned it he can't prove that they died when nami asks the question he just says nah i know they escaped i know they abandoned it and then she's like well how do you know that and he's like i just have a feeling and it's like well bruh you can't just what do you mean i'm, I'm inclined to listen to this man though because, one, he's an old anime man, and two, he okay, has a feeling fair. about Luffy also. And we all know <laughs> Luffy's the protagonist. So, his his radar isn't far off. <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. And he know he knew Gold Roger, so his feelings are, you know, aren't, are measured by something. Oh, so, so, so for Gold Roger, speaking of Gold Roger, we now have an end goal. We now have Rafto. Right. So I was good. so we now know what the last island is. It's already been dropped to us at the start of the adventure. We already know where the last Man. island or what the last island's name is. Um, and I would like to mention for the team here, just so that we don't get annoyed. Um, the actual name is Laugh Tale, and that was actually a translational error that never got corrected for fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like. I like Raftel better. Laftel sounds way too. I mean-y. like the name Raftel. Yeah, Laftel doesn't sound like the name of an island. That's I. I want that yeah. to be clear in case anyone ever hears anything about Laftel because it comes up both once in a while in the series, in the early and in the later. Uh, they are one and the same. Isn't that the, just the beauty though of just manga and anime in general? Like, I mean, look <laughs> at what happened to Berserk. Like, his name was always supposed to be Guts, but it was Gutsu at one point, Gutsu at another <laughs> point. It's like. <laughs> 80 different versions of it. Like you, it's the canon manga, too, and it changes. Like It's just a thing with Japanese. You gotta appreciate it. It's anime. <laughs> right, no, I, I feel it. At some point, this Guts uh, fella was also a tiny dog. <laughs> You're not wrong. Was he named Shushu? <laughs> no. no. He's, he's not wrong, though. <laughs> Is this the anime crossover we needed? Yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Didn't know we needed. No, it. it's canon. But that's a different show altogether. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're talking about One Piece. We're not going to divulge right, right. into the... But anyway, so Raftal, we now know the last island on the adventure. It is Raftal. Um, we don't know a whole lot about it, so I would encourage... Or not encourage. I would say that um, don't assume that just because we know of the island at the end of the Grand Line that we necessarily know that it is easy to acquire or easy to find. Um, only Gold Roger was able to confirm its existence, and... When they look back on when he started the pirate era, anything that he says, since he's the only one who's been able to quote-unquote confirm it, you can't really know for sure that it ever really existed out there for the rest of the public or whatever. So there, And there's a reason that he's the only one who's been able to get there. I, I do want to make a comment, though, just on just how, like, even during that point, like they kind of like go over the, uh, the navigation of, like, the Grand Line. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct was not to, you know, go like, oh, wow, that's such a creative way. I, I thought of it like a DM would, which is, that's a genius fucking way for a story writer to come up with any bullshit last minute. Like, <laughs> like I'm just sort of thinking, like, you have a railroad, you have literally rules for your railroad, such as you have to charge your little battery thing on every single island, because apparently that's how magnets work. Yep. <laughs> it is now. Like, I'm just saying, I think, like, this is, like, the easiest. No wonder he has, like, 800 episodes of random shit happening throughout, the, like, whatever, how long this is. <laughs> like, he's literally just every ep- every single time he gets to a new island, he can make up new rules. And it's like, that's fantastic. Like, yes, sir. as from a story writing aspect. Now, me, you know, re- you know, going through it as a viewer, like, oh, yeah, this is pretty neat. You know, seeing how the, you know, like, 
what's it called? There's like kind of like a one way to go to the islands. But in, again, in my brain, I'm just like thinking, like, you cheating son of a bitch. <laughs> you cheating son of a bitch. <laughs> you cheeky dog. Don't hit the player, kid. <laughs> don't hit the player at the game. No, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I envy him. <laughs> I envy his creativity for coming up with that idea and just me going like, I, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> you can only go this way because I said so. Because plot says that you have to. Because go. when Magnet you get to this island, so. there's only one other island you could go to after that, and it's that one. <laughs> and you don't want to go backwards. And you're the fans. And you're the fans. You were like eight years old when he came up with this. <laughs> In my defense, don't, yes. don't feel too yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, uh, this was probably like, what, 2001 in the manga, maybe 2002 in the anime or something like that, or maybe I'm, maybe I'm off base. Also, you're, you're, you're questioning the, 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 the magnetism in this place? You see the weather in this place? Dude, I thought I was in upstate New York. The Grand Line is just the Midwest confirmed. But now imagine out in the sea where your life depends on the wind direction. <laughs> I thought it was interesting seeing it, like them actually showing that, like you know, like this whole these whole episodes literally emphasize so much, like how dangerous the Grand Line are in one day. Technically, it's still the first day that they're on sea, Yo. and so it's like it, it sets the tone, which is nice for everything on, because it kind of gives the reason of like, oh look, all my world is complete magic bullshit. Like magnets don't work. Like literally, he can make everything up, and it's. Honestly, props to you for being creative to make your world so that you could change with whatever you're feeling. Like some days you want to do a snow beach episode. I know I said snow beach. That doesn't make sense. But look at what it does. I bet one piece will have it. You you joke. I'm sure that's out there. (laughs) They had a beach episode and a snowman in the same one. Like, tell me I'm wrong. I guarantee you that that's probably happened. <laughs> Shit, that probably happened in this episode. They made a snowman, and then they got to Whiskey Peak. I mean, would that's you call what that I'm a talking beach? about. That's what I'm talking about. So, like, I can't really blame, like, him for writing it this way, because it's it gives you so much flexibility with your story of just going, oh, like, because, like, especially, as, you know, as a DM and everything, sometimes I'll go, oh, I want to do a nice, edgy, winter-themed campaign, or sometimes I just go, hashtag beach episode. Like, I, <laughs> like yeah. it gives a flexibility, and it's nice. It's interesting seeing it. Yeah, he you can tell that he came up with this so that he could give himself some freedoms, especially because when he got to the Grand some? Line... You mean a lot of all liberal of freedoms. All with of the now, freedoms. I, I, would, I would argue that maybe out on the sea, he could do whatever the hell he damn well pleases, but normally, for the most part, the islands themselves will maintain well, yeah, but that's a what I mean. It's like, it, like When I was referring to that, it's like it's each island is its own little like thing, because it's not like... For example, if I take our modern world and I go, I'm going to tell you a story in Africa, but it's going to be snowing. It's not going to make sense because right, there's no, no snow sure. there. But in One Piece, he goes, this island has snow. This one has an island made of rocks and uh, it looks like you know, like quills, but in actually it's tombstones. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he literally just gets to change the world's rules every island. Basically. That's as a story writing thing, that's busted. That's like, <laughs> it is that's busted. Literally, he, put, he was like, damn in. Like, he hacked story type, or storytelling. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're so passionate about this. Uh, it's, that's a, that is a, a creative freedom that he has granted himself that is very sorely loved. Going back a bit to about episode three or two, I don't know when we did it. Uh, Devin goes, I don't know how there's 800 episodes of the show. 
Now I do. Now it, it, all, it all comes together. Here it is. And I told you the exact same thing. It's all going to depend on a map, which I got in a world-building explanation, and it makes sense. It's bullshit, but it makes sense. But it works. And it works well. But it works. <laughs> and it makes sense. That's what that's what matters to me the most. It makes sense because the rules have been written. I mean, it doesn't all make sense. Like, why do magnets not work and why do you have to charge it? But that's a different rant altogether. Well, because all the islands have these fancy rocks that make it really bad for magnets, I guess. <laughs> I, I really want to understand how that watch works, though. But that's the one thing, like, mechanically I'm trying to wrap my brain around. Like, why do you have to charge it every island? Uh, they, they loosely explain it and say, like, it hones in on the magnetic uh, field that each individual island gives off so when you're on an island um it's you're essentially like absorbing that magnet that magnetism or whatever is the way it's written as this is how the device works i'm telling you how the device works i'm not saying it makes a whole lot the of log stuff. poses but the log yeah the log pose will absorb the magnetic frequency of the island you're standing on and when it basically reaches capacity which is a process that can take anywhere from like minutes to years that he get, he makes that as a specific note in there because it's it, bullshit that's what it nah. means <laughs> but uh it'll absorb the electromagnetic frequency of the island itself and when it absorbs enough of it the needle will basically reset and then align itself to the next nearest island so my question is can you go backwards through the grand line then Using a log pose, you cannot go backwards in the Grand Line. Oh, wow. You can only go forward stuck, or try mate. to escape via the Calm Belt. Now, there, I, I will say, without potential spoilers, there are a couple other ways to traverse in the Grand Line that we are not yet privy to. But uh, for the most part, if you are exclusively using a log pose, then yeah, you, you can literally only go straight. <laughs> Congratulations, you're in on this ride for the long haul. Here you go. <laughs> Have fun. So, uh, how about the, the the secret agents, dude? Yeah, how do we like the uh, the theme? Because we have we have Mister we have Mister Nine and Miss Wednesday, we have and then we have days. the the unluckies who are Mister Thirteen and and Friday Ms. Friday, <laughs> and then we have uh, what was it like Mister Eight and I think Miss Monday or something. Uh see, I didn't I didn't fully grasp the whole like theme behind it because like I, I like I, it was kind of like random from what I could understand. When I was like, I was like, okay, nine Monday. What? Wait, I thought it was just the. I thought it was just that the men get numbers and then they have a Mrs. Day. Yep, it's that you are. So because we don't know the rest of the hierarchy yet. So this these goons are ranked in terms of numbers, days, and some other shit. But uh, or like every number is ranked higher than any particular day, and then there's another like other goon hierarchy like beneath that, and I think that all the days are above them. Yes. I believe that's how it works. And the higher the number, the lower tier you are of the numbers scale. So, like, one is obviously the best. Do you want to know what I'm glad about about these episodes in re returns to those guys? Mm-hmm. There's no Kobe. There was no Kobe exposition! You don't know that. You don't, know that. <laughs> don't, don't count your <laughs> you blessings don't too soon. No! Don't! No! Oh, why? Oh, no, why? Just give me one fucking break. One week. <laughs> Just give me one. Devin, I'm going to tease you with a little little thought here. We will meet one of the Kobe's in the next episodes that we watch. <laughs> it is a Kobe we've seen. One of the, Yes, it is definitely a Kobe we've seen. One of those Kobe's of the five that we've seen so far. Canon Kobe's or... Canon Kobe, yeah. It is a yes. Canon Kobe. Oh, it's Marine Kobe, isn't it? We are going to be rewatching one of these Kobe's. They're coming back. They're coming back into the they're story. Stronger, <laughs> and they're stronger than ever. 
Should we start? Con- should we start considering Kobe's as their own One Piece? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. We can keep a master Kobe list, but they are not at all <laughs> related to Kobe- the One Piece. Can we have a Kobe tier list somewhere? No, like, not rating Kobe's. Kobe's. They're all F tier. I mean, but I can't even remember half the Kobe's. But let's not go over there right now. Uh, the, the 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 secret agent code names are cool, but their broken English is really killing me. Not in a bad way, in like a comedic way. It just, it just oh, cracks me up. Oh, when they go, Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, it, it cracks me up every time. <laughs> oh, do they actually say it in English, like Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, the, in the, the South lines, they go, yeah. Mrs. Wednesday. The broken English is funny. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the broken English part of these goons. That's because you're well, a dub. because you watch dubbed. <laughs> I've seen the entire series in subbed. I've seen it in dubbed more, but I've seen it in subbed. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you bounty hunters? Or are you they're bounty, they're hunters. bounty hunters. Yeah, they are bounty but they hunters. They make a point Overall, of that. Overall, we like to just call them assholes at this point. Though. Well, you know. Hey, dude, they're they are uh, attempting to ransack our heroes. They are objectively an asshole right now. They just fed the dudes. All right, they gave them energy to fight. Right? Yeah. yeah. So they could steal all their shit and murder them and turn them in for their bounties. That's called an asshole. That's called I... a dick move. No, these people are fucking dicks. I'm with you, Devin. These guys are fucking plebs. Well, they're not plebs. They're not plebs. They're geniuses, but they're assholes. Geniuses is a bit of a stretch. How about the fact that Nami beat out Zoro in a drinking contest? <laughs> it's because money was on the line. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Zoro literally gave up intentionally because he's like, ah, there's booze in this shit. You're right. You're right. No, I know. I just want to point that out because I wanted to make note of it. In, in, in a parallel universe, there's a Zoro that got, got beat by Nami <laughs> in a drinking contest. To be fair, though, like, when I was watching this, like, when they first showed them, like, celebrating, I was like, these are bad guys. These guys are villains. <laughs> yeah. You're a bad guy, aren't you? Yeah. Like, if Zoro, if I could figure it out, that means everyone should have been able to figure it out at that point. On the potential taking someone's gold here they do reference sanji doing a certain thing going <laughs> wow this pirate's trying to hit on 20 girls at the same time we don't stand a chance with these pirates <laughs> <Mad lad>. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy made three cooks pass out no i'm pretty sure he made more than three i'm pretty sure luffy made like six po- no it was three was it only three it was uh, i thought it was like <laughs> they have the same guy pass out twice they made they made two guys not get knocked out completely, and I think that when he dis- when he fell and was like, I think I'm full. Then the, the last cook comes down, but he's got hard eyes, so I think that's meant to be like he's exhausted, but he won. Yeah, and then it was Miss Monday. Miss Monday. Jacked. Brolic. Yeah, Brolic has done over there. <laughs> this. It, it, let me describe this for a viewer out there who may not know what Miss Monday looks like. All right, think of a nun. All right. You thought of a nun? Take off the robe. Super Jack. Think Broly from Dragon Ball Z. All right. Think Broly <laughs> times two. All right. Super Jack. Be specific. The newest Broly. Not the old Broly. The newest Broly. Pink pom-pom hair. Oh, yeah. That too. And a mini dress, by the way. She could suffocate me yeah. in her thighs any day. Oh, absolutely. Those thighs crush eight watermelons at the same mm, time. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Step on me, mommy. The funniest part. The funniest part for me was I didn't even those those three goons besides um what's it called Miss uh Mister 
eight or something. Yes. <clears throat> they, didn't even, they didn't even know how much their bounty was before that. No, <laughs> nobody gave a shit. They were just like, ah, more pirates fell into the city. Time to ransack them for all they're worth and kill them. Well, you can tell that there's clearly a, a nice hierarchy of, like, where the smarts are in the group. Mr. Raid is the one with, like, the actual planning or whatever, so he keeps current on, like, the bounties and whatnot and who fucking shows up. What I really want to know about, though, is the kamikaze rat seagull. That is what I really talk- want to figure ta- out about. Are you talking about the unluckies? Because <laughs> that was a that was a vulture. My bad, wrong bird. <laughs> they are they are the unluckies. They serve as it was kind of briefly described. They serve as the informants for Baroque works. They are uh, number thirteen. Mister Thirteen is the is the rat as you referred to, and yeah. Miss Friday is the bird. <laughs> And they uh, they are information informants for Baroque Works, and they serve punishments when certain uh, members don't get their jobs done, which is what we got from Mr. Nine when he was writing a message. Huh. Listen, everything about this, uh, everything about these three episodes is just chock full of dumb gags. All right, like we got, we we opened fucking episode sixty-two with the with the the dumb like standoff Clint Eastwood bit. Don't even get me started. I, remember your on rule that. of threes, Devin. So to explain the gag out there, imagine people just staring at each other, and then the screen just keeps going back and forth between people. About like everyone's waiting for like the high noon to hit, so they draw the pistols like that, like stare off, where they're just sitting there, just waiting for something to happen, and nothing. Happens. But it, but it's also and about random bullshit. He did the Hachi thing. It's only polite to introduce yourself before asking a question of someone you've just met. All right, fair enough. I'll go first. If you my must name know, is, my name uh, is Crocus, and I'm the lighthouse keeper of the Twin Capes. I'm 71 and a half years old, Gemini. I like Zoro. He's like about to draw the blade. He's like, I'm yeah. really trying not I'm to kill, kill him. <laughs> I'm kill I love how he tried to stop Sanji for a did that. I also love my boy Crocus, uh, who's totally rocking uh, the commie house inside of a whale while right. we're on the subject of referencing other random shit. So did he build <laughs> like, all of that infrastructure yeah. inside yeah. Lobu? Yeah. They, 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 they kind of said that, that he kind of did himself. He built when, all when I saw that, that. When I first saw the hatch, Bad I was life. like, okay, there's some stupid shit about to happen. Like, that was my <laughs> oh, first, yeah. When I saw Luffy on top of it going, like, there's a hatch there and he's about to drown, I was like, there's, there's about to be some dumb at, like, this whale's not going to be real. Or, like, that's where I started off with this episode. I didn't think of him as actually being a good as boy who has health problems and needs health care. <laughs> Little do you know that we have a cyborg whale sitting in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. The no, at the entrance of the at ocean. The fucking entrance. He's the guard dog. He is the Cerberus of the Grand Lion. He is a the gigantic Cerberus. robotic whale. Except, yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> giant fuck off whale. Oh, fun fact: the biggest whale. The, in the absolute that... biggest whale in the world. The island whale. One day, I hope that he goes and sees his family in the West Blue. Goddamn laboon. I like how they compare the sizes when they entered when they entered in from the from the reverse mountain, and you yeah. see the ship, and then it zooms out and it keeps zooming out, and then you see you see the little ship is like a tiny tiny ant compared That's to this whale. <laughs> he made him his rival. I, I wrote that down. I said, "Did he just fucking Gary oaked this dude?" Yes. Like, <laughs> he Gary oaked him. Like, ha! We're gonna call this a draw, and the whale's like, "The fuck." I'm clearly nope. beating what draw? you up. This isn't a draw. I'm <laughs> fucking draw? you up right now. 
I'm your rival now. You have a goal now. And I was like, holy shit, did they just add a whale to their team? Basically. Basically did. Wouldn't that be hella cool and make a lot of sense to ward away giant monsters from them so that they can do focus on fighting the fucking pirates? Is having a gigantic whale yeah. with them, following them around? But no, they did it differently, which I'm cool with. I accept that reasoning. It's just like my brain was just like, he just fucking Gary Oaked him. Nah, dude, here's <laughs> here's how it works, right? It's like it's like an Assassin's Creed or a Witcher game game where you summon your horse like you just whistle into the ether and lobu <laughs> pops up and goes and eats, all, and eats everything and then disappears and ends up on a rooftop somehow you just you just need to give the right frequency of, of whale call and then laboon comes up comes to your rescue <laughs> yeah Loboon is there is the one is uh the straw hat crew's ultimate ability. You know, in, in in Skyrim, there's all the shouts, right? And one of the, usually one of the, I think the storm shout takes like 20 minutes to reload. This is Laboon, but this is like 20 years. Yeah, but, <laughs> this is but it's like years. 200 episodes. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to come back. I'm waiting for it to like like pop out like Laboon was following you the whole time. Like, <laughs> and you couldn't see him because he was behind and he doesn't have a magnet in his brain. Characters do find a funny way of resurfacing back into the story from time to time, but uh, if I'm I'm pretty sure Laboon does not actually start following the straw. Hat. There's we'll an alternate storyline somewhere out there where it's entirely from Laboon's perspective. <laughs> Of all of their adventures, just him watching from the water. Yeah, I want I want the equivalent of what Avatar: The Last Airbender did for us, which is fucking giving us a whole episode of seeing what happened to the events after Aang left, but instead it's Luffy <laughs> left, and it's just watching Lobu do things. Like he comes in, bops them, comes into this next island, flips the island over, doesn't give a shit. He's a big ass whale. Comes over to the next place where there's still bad guys running around that they kick the shit out of before and kicks the shit out of this him is again. All of that alternate timeline uh, <laughs> anime series. Gets kept captured by sand pirates, fights them off, <laughs> wins, makes a friend with a giant flying lemur. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I want to see where this goes. You're, you're writing this shit as it goes. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Right, the shit writes itself. Uh, copyright. Um. <laughs> nah, dude. They're sand pirates. Sand, sand pirates. You're, you're literally just giving the entire One Piece thing. Just keep going. Pull, roll it Oda, off. Oda's in his room, like, oh shit, this dude's good. <laughs> he's, he's taking all of my ideas. God damn it. <laughs> he's, he's on to me. God, that's genius. <laughs> this man is the best. God damn it. Um, but uh, there was there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, fuck, what was it? Uh, we talked mostly about the log poses and and, and the rest of Log Town. Um, Ah, I forget it. Just cut all that out. I, I completely forgot my train of thought. Overall, these episodes really do set up a really good layout for like the rest of the show, though. You saw the panda man? Well, I saw, I the, saw panda the panda man. man. Did you see the panda man? I saw the, the man. Uh, sorry, the panda shirt. Panda shirt. There's two. I did. There's two panda man scenes. What? Yup, two. No. I forgot huh? to look. I thought there was, there was the shirt. <laughs> I saw the shirt. Yes, but there's one more. Yo, what was the other one? Do it to him. The ending, the newest ending. Oh, come <laughs> on! Get out of here! Nobody's looking at that shit. Get that shit out of here. I watched it, but I ain't looking for Panda Man, dude. Come on! And I wasn't looking for Panda Man in the movie either. As soon as it says next time, I hit next. Fuck God. that shit. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I watched the endings because I like the music in One Piece a lot. I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time for that shit. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I ain't got time. I'll look at it later. I ain't got time. I got work to do and I gotta catch up. I got you this time, Sammy. I got you. 
You yeah, saw both high of five. them. So, so where was the first one before the? The end first one was one? on his. Uh, was on a kid's shirt when they were uh, being welcomed wholeheartedly into the and there was into the bay and they were showing crowds and crowds of people. There was a kid waving a sword up in the air in a pirate hat and on his shirt, blue shirt, Panda Man. <laughs> Panda. Need a timestamp, viewers uh, out there. It's twelve fifty four. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Simi. <laughs> what episode though? It was 64. Oh, was, uh, 64. 64. Right. And then you're telling me there was one in the ED. Yep. God. I'm a fucking we don't, we don't count So those. does that mean after this point, like, he's in all of the EDs, or is he... No, he's only, <laughs> he's only been in one op and one end, all right? That's just yeah, he's it. just in yeah, this yeah, episode. We'll, we'll count it as one. We'll, the first time we notice him in any OP or any ED, that's when we'll count it. Although, now that he's been in two... um. I'm gonna go ahead and just watch every ED and every OP like with a with a fine tooth comb because I did not realize that he was in anything other than the We Are opening. I did know he was in the We Are. All right, hit me hit me with them quotes. My quote this week is one of oh shit I forgot the context of it. Um, is when they're talking about the you know the maps and everything like, like choosing your the right way properly, and uh, he goes, "If we don't like it, then we can go around one more time." And I just love the interpretation of it of like where, or if you look at it. It's like he intends to just keep going around this fucking thing, like, <laughs> and that's probably what the guy, the 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 the, the doctor realized when he saw that, or said that line is like, oh shit, this guy's just like Gold Roger. He probably is gonna love this, like you know, love the Grand Line. Which let's be real, Luffy's eating everything up. He wanted to fucking de- or like go off course to chase a dolphin for fuck's sake. And then my second quote is just quote Laboon's roar. <laughs> just, just, just roar. Insert <laughs> roar. Just his, all of them. All of his lines. Laboon's <laughs> <laughs> lines. Like him yelling at Luffy, like this wasn't a, this wasn't a tie. I'm clearly beating your ass. I, exactly. You could tell the passion the in the quote, heart, the in those way. eyes, and the roar. <laughs> I want that roar in this podcast. God damn it! <laughs> I fact. love me some big ass monster roars. My uh, my quote was uh, right in uh, in episode three after they got done with like traversing the the hassle that is the Grand Line with all of its crazy weather and crazy wind. Your boy Zoro is just sitting there <laughs> taking a nap the whole time while everyone else is like busting their asses trying to keep the ship afloat. And then when everything gets calm again, Zoro finally wakes up and <laughs> he looks around everyone and he's just like, Come on. The weather's nice and all, but that's no reason to be lazy. We better be on the right track. That's all I can say. Shut up, you bastard. Dude, savage. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead. Animal. Luffy never went to sleep either. Everyone else passed out. Luffy's big chilling on his seat up on the front. It also brings up the fact that, again, we have a bunch of master carpenters in this fucking cast. Because they fix it perfectly. They fix the mast perfectly, uh, I would say. I feel like it's just in comparison job. to what, after ripping it out and shoving it in a whale. I had one quote. It's an Usopp quote. Uh, it's when they're rolling up on Whiskey Peak, uh, and they're determining whether they're going to go or not. Everyone's in complete agreement, but Usopp goes, I've suddenly contracted, I can't go on this island disease, everybody. I can't get, I can't do this. <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna love that one. You're gonna love that one. 
<laughs> that's he, you know it's it's funny um usopp is uh is a regular he he gets sick a lot and it always it's always it's always the same it's the weird. same illness yeah it's really weird <laughs> you would think he they gets get, like, like uh he, he gets uh, i don't feel like jumping off this mountain sickness yeah <laughs> someone's really gotta boost this kid's vitamins and minerals intake what is what is sanji feeding this kid my quote uh for this episode was uh, when Zoro said, "What kind of a good swordsman never makes the mistake of letting his guard down." Plus, I took a nap earlier. Judging by the scowls and cheap disguises, I'm guessing you're all bounty hunters. <laughs> to be fair, you, you never really see Zoro drunk, but he's just in a constant perpetual state. Yeah, he's just constantly drinking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for the Golden Ham, I'd like to nominate two people here. I'd like to nominate the meme answer, which is uh, what's his face? Crocus. Uh, yeah, Crocus. The meme, the meme answer for me would actually be Zoro because mainly because Itachi meme for perception one hundred, perception one hundred, and I just I would love to see this be the image for the podcast thing. I just want to say this for the fans. There's one image of Zoro after he gets the shit beat out of Nami, where he gets a bunch of bumps on his head. Oh and yeah, he has this like <laughs> that fa- they animated that face way too much. <laughs> it is pretty good, but I feel like we're gonna get give him the the, the golden ham next week. I feel like that's, that's going to be a thing. We'll save that picture a, for next week because I want to give it to him. See, I got a really wild one to nominate. I'm going to nominate Laboon because of his character development. Because of his character development. <laughs> character development? Excuse me. Yeah. Did I, did I stutter? Oh, what development, sir? What, he doesn't. What, what, what nothing happened. He started off. What do you mean nothing happened? He got a rival. He has a purpose. That's not character development. That is character development. No, that it is isn't. the definition of character development. Starting with nothing and no fucking like goal in life to Are then you having calling a Crocus goal. Crocus nothing? Yeah. How dare you? He's a walking meme. That's all he and is. And his doctor dude would have been dead long before if Crocus wasn't there. Only because he slammed his head in yeah. the wall because he's depressed. <laughs> now he's not going to slam his head in the wall. No more Jeez. doctors. All right. Well, let's 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 let let's let Jordy finish his his thing first. What what were your two? <laughs> I didn't even finish my goddamn sentence, and I got. I know, I, know. I jumped in. That's my bad. I'm an asshole. Goddamn! I said Crocus for the meme answer because he took two head cannons to the face. He took two bazookas. Uh-huh. Oh, he uh, right. he orchestrated this entire maze inside a whale. All right, let's not let's not take that for granted here, real quick. <laughs> I'm about it. Let's not just assume that that's easy. Okay. But the the, the more serious answer here would be Nami. Because uh, it's, they would all be dead, 100%. They would literally all be dead right now. <laughs> They'd be lost and dead at the same time. And, and the fact that she recognizes, she goes, uh, my navigation skills here are kind of useless. <laughs> She's learning by doing the ultimate test. She's the like, ultimate my, test. P- my skills now? God tier. <laughs> she gets to the very first dial and she's like you know what i got this this is easy she took super charge she said you do this you do this hey you two goons come we got some actual home. sailing going on here right she even forced mr nine and miss wednesday to do shit like what are you fucking guys doing there get the fuck yeah. out of there I'm, I'm still confused as how the rudder's only activated by a pole in the, the cabin Unlike traditional, like, Western style, where there's an actual, you know, yeah. wheel. Well, no, the, the, but, like, there are boats that, that work both ways. It's a, it's a cheaper style rudder. I'm not saying it's a it's improbable. I'm just saying it looks weird. Well, right, yeah. It's not. Spo- I mean, it's supposed to be kind of a cheap ship, right? Like, I mean, it, it is the straw hat ship. 
but a cheap ship made by a billionaire. It's also no, not a billionaire. And first of all, okay. this is not even a, like a like a battleship. This is like a leisure ship. They use yeah. this for vacations. This is this is meant to be just for like you know chilling out and going from like island to island enjoying yourself. And, and these goons are literally trying to take it to the most treacherous Fucking sea full on the planet. Fucking full send grand line, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Nami. I would rather give it to Laboon just because he's best boy. And there's gonna be plenty of opportunity to give it to Nami. <laughs> Hell no! What do you mean? I, I'll give I'll, I'll give it to Lo, Loboon or Crocus. It sounded like Loboon. I'll give it to Crocus. Yeah, ah. looks like you guys are losers. That's all right, Devin. We we on the same boat. We on the same boat. <laughs> we the bus. That's right. We the bus. We the bus. Laboon was nice, but he'd be nothing without the Crocus. You, wait, uh, you're not no. wrong. You're not wrong. No, be because dead. he met Luffy. Now he doesn't wrong. need. Crocus. He'd be dead. He'd been dead years ago. No, he ago. doesn't need Crocus anymore. Therefore, Crocus weaks us. He'd have been dead. <laughs> Devin, I'm so dead. glad that this touched you so much. Because <laughs> that whale for a lot of people is either like real deep or a real throwaway. I'm the only one here that's going full ham into the animals besides one dog. That's not true. That's <laughs> yeah, not true. I, fucking, I love every dog. animal that pops up. I just, I'm just not as deep on the meme as you are. All right, all right. Uh, we, we we gave it to Crocus. All right, let's... What? Well, it was three to two. We lost. What are you talking about? It was three for L- Lagoon two. It, no, it was three Crocus two Laboon. Christian voted Laboon two. Wrong. I said I could go either way. That's a tie. That's what I'm saying, Christian. You have to be the tiebreaker. You have to definitively choose. <laughs> it's up to you, sport. Are you going to give it to this weak sauce of a doctor? Or are you going to give it to a gigantic fucking whale that slayed right, thousands, you're, millions you're, of? Pirates? You know what? It's Crocus. Crocus wins. <laughs> And, and you know, and half of it, half of it is to spite you. I, you know, it's like seventy-five percent of it is to spite you because of all this nonsense. No. Mans would be dead, would be dead years ago, decades ago, literally decades. Crocus has dedicated most of his life, a, a, a large portion Laboon of his life, for his newfound freedom. He fought for nothing. Laboon he fought for fought nothing. For he bashed Laboon his stupid nothing. brain against a rock for fifty years, and only no. was told that he gets to do shit again I... by a by a, some other dude who has less of a don't less you downplay my whale that hard. Okay, you can go Crocus, but don't you dare disrespect my whale. <laughs> Man's would be dead. I agree. That I agree with. But don't you dis- don't you play with my heart, disrespecting Laboon's t- fucking t- torment all these years. He just wants a friend, man. He just wants a friend. And he had a perfectly good one in Crocus, but he wasn't willing to listen. Yeah, literally in him. Literally inside in of him. him. <laughs> literally. <laughs> God damn it. Hello, Randy Newman. <laughs> oh my god. Literally had a friend in Crocus. You got a friend in I hate you. That was perfect. Crocus right. wins. I give I up. I feel like that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. That'll, that's that'll it. fucking do it. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. For anyone who didn't, who didn't listen last week, the end, we've got Twitter. It's at Panda Sightings on Twitter. Uh, you'll know it by the first post being "Hi, Mom." <laughs> we haven't done anything in two weeks. Nothing has happened to it yet because we're lazy 
and nobody's added us yet from last week, so now we're because waiting. Because we haven't uploaded at this point yet. <laughs> hey, they don't know that. I mean, oh shit, trade secrets! God, oh shit! Devin. Oh no, I broke the fourth wall! Like Crocus did. Exactly. I, you're only making my case for me. Big dumb. Big dumb. Nah, you loved that boy. bit. You loved that Laboon bit earlier. biggest best boy. Nah, you're a, you're a coward. You're a hypocrite. He cleansed, he cleansed the fucking grand line before this. it was cool. Oh my god. Just make it end. Make it stop. Hashtag Laboon's the best boy. Can't Croak be here is anymore. for life. Croak <laughs> is love. Boy. Croak is life. Hashtag Laboon. Add us on Twitter, which will you like better. Yeah, tell us who's wrong. Tell us who's actually the winner here. <laughs> you, you decide! Alright, I'm All right, we're done. Jesus Christ. Stop. <laughs>